0: Hello and welcome back to Sassy with Mickey and Kev.
1: Scrubs and Soy Sauce. There was a poll about whether we should shorten the name to Sass or Sassy.
0: Yes, I actually wanted to ask you guys because nobody better than the actual people who are actually listening to the podcast. Scrubs and Soy Sauce obviously abbreviates to Sass, Sassy and That's how we do every intro for the podcast. We're curious if you think that we should change the name to Sassy with Mickey and Kev. Obviously, it still stands for Scrubs and Soy Sauce. It would just be kind of abbreviated. It means the same thing regardless. So I'm just curious what you guys think, if you guys would be okay with it, or if you have a strong opinion, we will leave a poll on Spotify. And also, you can leave us a comment on YouTube. Let us know what you think, because it is kind of a big decision for us.
1: Who is more sassy, you or me?
0: Depends on the situation. You would think it would be me, but I don't think it's always me. What does sassy mean? Like a little sass, a little class, you know?
1: What if you Google sassy? What does it mean? Lively, bold, and full of spirit. Cheeky.
0: Before we jump into this episode, should we give a little life update? So recently, I have been under a lot of stress. There's been a lot of like transitions and changes in my life, like no one particular thing, but just like everything kind of happened at the same time for me. And it was going through a couple of months where just like nothing was going well, like everything that kind of could go wrong, did go wrong. And one of the really big changes that I went through is that If you have followed along the channel and things in the past, and you may know that my weight fluctuated a lot when I was in high school, I used to do like modeling and acting. And at one point, I'm pretty petite. I'm 5'3". So at one point, I had lost 10 pounds, and I was probably like the skinniest that I'd ever been. And like weight-wise, I was the lowest. And then I rebounded, and I gained like 30 pounds From that, I've shown Kevin the pictures, actually.
1: You look fine.
0: I feel like guys can't tell when you gain weight. Like, they feel like it all looks roughly the same. But to me, like, I did not fit in any of my clothes. I did not feel healthy. I did not feel secure. And long story short, ever since I've recovered from that, which took me, like, two to three years to, like, really recover from that and fix my metabolism, I've been roughly the same weight since. Except recently like I gained a pretty significant amount of weight and I don't think I had been this heavy since like early quarantine days when we started like eating a lot and we weren't exercising or moving. It's kind of leveled out so I'm like back at a more normal place now but that was really terrifying to just watch my body go through some changes and I bring that up because a life update is that Kevin, during research year...
1: I gained 10 pounds and now I'm back to where I was before.
0: Yeah, you gained a little bit of weight, which nothing like concerning. But my point is that I feel like I picked up every single pound that you lost.
1: That's the life update.
0: Yeah. Also, so, I can't believe that you lost like 10 pounds in the span of like two months. Because residency is just so busy that you like lost all of that weight. And
1: you were gone for a bit of it. So I don't know. I didn't not do do anything. I just go to the gym
0: you went to the gym a total of twice like five times twice five twice twice don't per tr- week don't even try to lie <laughs> two to times the per week that don't you're lie gone to the people i'm not lying anyways because i've been going through so many life changes i feel like so many of my priorities have shifted and you guys always love when i share these on instagram stories so I I would make a full podcast episode about it kevin and i have had some open conversations about some of my mindset shifts and priority shifts.
1: Have my mindsets shifted at all?
0: No, I feel like you've been pretty constant. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé irresistible berry chantilly
1: cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market it's
0: always the same but do you feel like when you were in your early 20s you actually felt older and more mature and then as you kind of progress through your 20s you learned more about yourself and you're like oh maybe i don't actually know as much as i thought i did
1: i don't know i feel like there's definitely places where i need to grow but i don't think my mindset or anything has changed recently
0: I guess when I graduated college and that first year of working and making my own paycheck I really felt so much like an adult like I had my entire life mapped out you know I like to plan like 30 years in advance so it was like okay great I'll get engaged by this year I'll get married by this year by 30 I want to finish having all of my kids if I have any kids.
1: Wait you want to finish is that true now?
0: No, it's not true now. But like, that's what I thought at 22. It was like, okay, yeah, that's perfect, you know. And then then as I got older, I was like, wait, I don't actually know if that's like the right thing to do. And I'm really glad that I like waited for my prefrontal cortex to fully develop. Which, for those who don't know, when does it finish developing? Roughly around 25. So, a lot of the times, they will tell you to kind of wait until 25 to make big, life-changing decisions. I went through a phase where I was like, okay, yeah, I want two kids. I want a girl first, and then a boy, and then...
1: Those are all things that she can control.
0: Yes, I can definitely control. (laughs) If you didn't
1: get the sarcasm there.
0: Then I went through a phase where I was like, I don't really know if I want kids at all. Like, I went from being a pediatric ICU nurse and thinking that I loved kids, and I really did, but I feel like it made me really sad to watch the kids every day, you know, because before being a PICU nurse, my interactions with children were almost always positive, right? Like, you're hanging out with, like, your little cousins, or you're hanging out with, like, you know, your friends' babies and stuff. Like, they're all, like, healthy, happy babies, and I went from that to seeing kids who are really sick, and it just constantly shattered my heart watching what these parents and, you know siblings went through and then I was like yeah I don't know if I want kids because then when I went from that to seeing normal kids walking around when they would cry and stuff it would irritate me and I'm clearly not at the maturity level yet to like be ready to have kids so then I was like okay maybe like we'll table this conversation
1: what about when you're on the airplane what do you comment about the kids you always comment on the kids when you're on the airplane
0: I am so just amazed by parents on the airplane and how different parenting styles lead to different behaviors in kids because you will watch kids who are like two three years old but so well behaved because their parents are very prepared they you know discipline their child when they should in ways that they should and then you'll watch kids who are literally like five six like should be plenty fine to like you know exhibit like normal behavior on I mean these are like two hour flights it's not like an international flight or anything they'll be screaming, crying during the entire flight and watching different parenting styles and attachment styles. And I guess I'm just terrified that as a parent, if I do those things wrong, like I don't want to mess up my kid.
1: That's a good thing to be worried about. I think that's good. Well, like, I think it's just like, people being prepared, right? Like when I was on my OBGYN rotation in the labor and delivery department mm-hmm. as a med student, even the delivery process, you can tell like who is prepared and who is not. There's a family who like went to the class and they had like their hydration, like the, the husband had all this like water. They're like, you need to drink this by the first two hours, Aww. this. They had music that had the, were on the right beats to the to, to the, the pushing. pushing. And they're like ready and they were had, like, everything was planned. And then the other one, the dad like faints it's the, the labor takes like 12 hours and everybody's like yelling at each other like the moms like the grandma yeah. or the the parents and the dad they're, they're just not in sync
0: do you know who actually surprisingly has the toughest time during childbirth the dad healthcare professional t is that literally these moms will be giving birth to an actual like eight nine pound baby or something and nine going
1: pound baby <laughs> what is the average is like seven
0: is it i, I have no definitely idea. not nine <laughs> the mom will literally be in labor, had carried this baby for 10 months, people have the misconception that pregnancy is only nine months it's actually 10 40 weeks is 10 months if you do the math but spicy the dad is the most likely to faint in this situation Well, because
1: they're just like they're they're not doing they have no actual role right they're just supposed to be supporting them but they just like are helpless but the, the number of
0: times like the dad is the one who's like passed out and like the nurse needs to attend to them and like make sure they're okay like actually baffles me
1: when I was a med student, like, you can hand the scissors to the dad to cut the yeah, umbilical cord. Yeah, the umbilical cord. <laughs> has, like, hands, like, sh- sh- shaking. like, do I just, I cut this? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, regular scissors and you just, like, yeah. clamp and then cut.
0: What do you think about the birthing process is, like, so scary for dads? Do you think it's, like, watching the, the opening?
1: Well, I think if no one's ever been in a healthcare setting, it's just, it's hard to watch. I mean, it's all very, like, it's not very like sophisticated the yeah, way that that's it happens true. that's right and
0: there's like a lot of bodily fluids. fluids
1: and screaming and like so
0: fun fact about bodily fluids when you give birth
1: i mean you can pee and poop and that stuff and it's all normal
0: yeah so you i mean you're Pushing. bearing down during childbirth and what happens when you bear down number one number two these are very normal things and you should never feel embarrassed because just know that your healthcare providers are so used to it like this is very normal it's totally okay but i do wish it was more talked about like i yeah. wish
1: well if You're embarrassed about your kids not gonna come out. You're not gonna be pushing the right way and then you're gonna end up getting a C section or something. You gotta relax. Oh my
0: god. Kevin would have no problem bearing down. Where where how did we get here? Uh, I don't know. But anyways, like does hearing kids cry annoy you, be honest.
1: Depends on the situation, why they are crying. You get annoyed really easily. I get
0: really annoyed by like the whininess, especially if there isn't a cause.
1: I don't like the old kids crying. The baby's crying is like...
0: Oh, the baby's crying is fine. Yeah. But once you get to a certain age... Like after one
1: and a half? Like like once you're
0: able to formulate words, when Kevin and I get (laughs) in arguments, he'll be like, use your words, use your words. (laughs) I feel like I would try that with our kids. I'd be like, can you try to use your words?
1: Yeah. Or your actions?
0: What about you? Like, in your head, did you always want kids? Like, has the number changed for you?
1: As many as we can.
0: Has that always been your... No,
1: I mean, more than two.
0: More than two?
1: Two is fine, but more than two.
0: What if we only had, like, one?
1: That'd be very lonely for them. Then we can have lots of pets and animals. Do
0: you think if you were the one who had to give birth, your answer would still remain the same? Yeah. So you'd be willing to go through Yes. Okay, I I think that makes me feel better.
1: I think, like, Um, after the first one, you know, I think depends on easier. the de- well it depends if the first one's really rough then you can reconsider right
0: I was not a good baby like I cried a lot my mom said I would not stop crying Why? I don't know it was just a bad baby what about you were you a good baby
1: I was okay I always got sick though when I was a kid I would like go to the hospital like every couple months
0: Oh but in China or in japan
1: yeah i like get a fever like you know get all the antibiotics and crap
0: but it's a little different in asia like the it's more threshold common of going to the hospital yeah, is so low is much lower because they have better health care that's more accessible whereas in america like you don't go to the hospital unless you're like dying
1: yeah like you go to the hospital if you have a cold just to get like I yeah check it's like
0: the standard like yeah. if you get a cold you like go and see like your ent doctor and like you know get a spray like whatever i
1: know people in asia they just like you're sick then just get an IV and get a pack of fluids
0: what
1: (laughs) yeah just walk around with a little pole
0: the thing that really changed my mind i mean i think i've been slowly changing my mind a little bit about kids but the thing that really changed my mind was a couple weeks ago i went back to taiwan urgently on a trip that was unexpected unplanned Yeah, I won't be going into the details for privacy for everybody who's involved, but long story short, I had to make a choice about whether or not to fly back to Taiwan on a day's notice, essentially, and drop everything.
1: Drop everything now
0: for someone in your 20s like you're hustling you're working it's not easy to drop everything and just like it's not a vacation but like you know you can't get work done while you're there so really like everything does have to be on pause and one of the best things that came out of this trip and I'm really happy that I made this decision because I got to see my grandpa And I have not seen my grandpa in a couple of years. He is 88 years old now, which in Chinese years makes him 90 because you are one year old when you are born and you are one year old when it's New Year's. So basically, you add two.
1: Or you get an extra year.
0: Yeah. So basically, he's 90, which is crazy. But
1: 88 is also very lucky.
0: Yeah, it is very lucky. My grandpa has mellowed out so much, like to the point. I mean, he's always been, like, a cute grandpa, but even more so now, you can see that he's reached the age where he is just so happy by seeing his grandkids and spending time with his family, and he's still pretty healthy. Like, he still takes a walk every morning, and he used to do these like crazy crazy hikes he doesn't do those anymore but he still takes a walk every morning he goes up and down stairs he kept tearing up every time he saw me because I am in the United States which is very far away from Taiwan so I don't get to see him that often and just seeing his life made me think about like oh when I'm when I'm his age one day like what do I want from my life like does it matter if I'm a billionaire does it matter if I'm Famous or successful. Like what are the things that matter then? Right? You know the Erickson's eight stages that you learn in school?
1: I didn't really learn them.
0: Like the last one. Like the the, what, is it, the like generativity versus stagnation. Generativity versus stagnation is one earlier. It's, it's integrity versus despair. Can and you... the virtue that's developed is wisdom. And I feel like I could really see that in my grandpa. And it just... For a moment, nothing else mattered. I was like, wow, at the end of the day, all I'm going to have is my relationships and who am I without my titles, my degrees, my wallet, what's left of me outside of all of that, right? And then then I was like, oh my god, if I have no kids, there will be no one there for me. <laughs> like, There's no one to, to celebrate, to be happy about, no one to pass on you know what's left of whatever i have and so in that moment i was like wow we both grew up in families where we have tiny families we don't really have that many family members and also we are the only like pretty much the only people in the u.s right like everybody else is elsewhere in the world Mm -hmm. so family and blood is still different right it's kind of like a built-in support system that you create for yourself
1: Yeah, but it's also like a cultural thing too, right? As much as we have been living in the United States and as much as modern times have changed and made culture, you know, combine different cultures, there's still a lot of traditional things that happen, especially with our grandparents' generations, right? Well,
0: I guess I learned that, you know, in America... And you can tell me if you agree with this or not, but I would say that I'm I'm Asian American, but I definitely lean towards more so the Asian side in America. Like, I have pretty Asian values, like the superstitions I believe in, the way my values are, the way I spend money. Like, I would say my values tend to be more on the Asian side. I speak Mandarin fluently. I... You know, we'll be able to write and pass that down to my kids, etc. Like I would say on the spectrum, like I'm definitely on the more Asian side of the Mm -hmm. Asian American. But going back to Taiwan this time, I was shocked how American I was because I genuinely thought that I was like pretty close, but I was so far off culturally that... It, it made me feel a lot of guilt because I think I've put my parents in a lot of really difficult situations that I, I didn't realize that I was putting them in. Like to me, I was just like expressing myself. I was being, I was being myself. I was being free. I was doing what made more sense for me, but I like failed to consider everyone else's feelings. And, you know, for example, a lot of more traditional Asian values are still really patriarchal and Like, I I am aware of that, but watching that was also a little bit different. Like, for example, my dad is the only son of the family. So my dad's family and his kids are the only one that can have the Rye family name, right? Mm -hmm. And because, like, my aunts, like, when they get married, they take their husband's last name and their kids will have their husband's last name. So my dad is technically, like, the most, not, like, most important, but, like, a key figure in the family, and because i am my dad's child i am also a key grandchild to like love and dote on you can say it's old-fashioned you can say it's unfair and in a lot of ways like i i agree like i don't think anybody should be valued more or less than the other based on your gender or anything
1: it's unfair but it's just how it's part of your culture right and you can't it's not okay in any it doesn't feel right to fight that in any way or form it's just because it's just how it's believed right yeah like, i mean
0: i think awareness and like understanding what it is is really important it's,
1: it might not be the same when we're you know their age but there is no shape or form where you would try to go against what they believe and what they believe is important when they're already at that point in their lives and
0: yeah and they've and done just, so you, much for your entire family to like yeah you know take care of everybody
1: but it's not only like in asian culture that that's true though right right, right. Like, i'm just even, talking about my own yeah, experience and it's it's not isolated there right like even like the british monarchy yeah there's stories about oh he's number one he's number two right like those are all things totally that are passed down from many hundreds of years ago and unfortunately like there's such ramifications culturally that are created from these things that are unfair that takes time for people's values and minds to change about those things
0: Well, and it made me realize that, you know, obviously I'd made the choice to go back to Taiwan, but had I chosen not to, had I chosen to be selfish and just do my own thing because I was busy, it probably would have put my dad in a difficult situation because it's like, well, everybody else's kids showed up. Why didn't your kids show up? right not even anything related to like customs or anything literally just the fact that like i didn't like show up and like even though my team
1: but you had to fly 24 hours to get there rather than walk 24 minutes
0: right everybody else is there like i we're the only ones who have to fly in so it is a little bit more difficult but it just you know like long story short seeing my grandpa made me realize that life is short and your priorities are not the same i think for me i if i'm capable of having like multiple kids like I think, okay, like having kids terrified me because one, I was like, am I going to be a good parent? Two, am I going to be able to afford having kids in this modern day and age? And three, like, what if I mess up?
1: But those are good things to worry about, right? Like those are things that you should be worried about when you're having a kid. And a lot of people don't think about those things before they have a kid. Yeah. Right? So how many kids do you
0: want? Right now, at this very moment in my life, I would think three like wow yeah in in an ideal world it would be girl boy go
1: that's quite progressive you know like how rare that is for someone who's a professional in your 20s to want to have more than like two kids yeah more than one kid yeah right like i think there's like you know in especially in japan and in some of the developing countries it's just a taboo about not Wanting to have more kids, but I think
0: for me, like I always thought, you know, I want a big house. I've never cared about cars. Actually, that's not true. I want. I want
1: a nice car.
0: I okay. I don't care for the car, but I definitely was like, I want a big house. I want to get an interior designer. I want to deck it out. I want to have two dogs. You know, I want to be able to buy nice things that I want. And
1: for what reason, (laughs) right? Yeah, like when you
0: die, what are you gonna do? Take the Birkin with you to the grave? Like that's not gonna mean anything. (laughs) I would much rather have like family. Happy, nice families. Yeah. And so, like, you know, we're not going to be filthy rich. I wish we were going to be, but like, I'm pretty sure we're not going to be filthy rich, which means that we need to allocate our funds accordingly. And I think that money is way better well spent on a kid and investing in their future. And if that means, yeah, if that means we can't live in like a mansion, like, that's fine by me.
1: Mm hmm don't you like it when you see lucky having fun yeah it's like a practice child who doesn't i mean lucky is
0: so low maintenance like he requires almost nothing what about you do you feel like uh, now that you're approaching your 30s did you see how i said
1: 20s for you i didn't even say late 20s and now you're saying i'm
0: literally 26 i'm barely in the late 20s
1: i didn't say that though yeah but
0: you are actually turning 30 like you're turning
1: 27 before i turned 30
0: okay well anyways it's not now even that-
1: my half birthday yet okay
0: okay okay whatever you know now that you're 29 in your late 20s do you <laughs> think that you feel more ready to have a child yeah
1: i mean it's kind of weird like you there's a timeline right of these things and i'm at the age where my parents already had me same right and so it's how kind old of
0: was your mom when she had you
1: 28 i think
0: okay my mom had me as tw- at 24 so same
1: the time is coming right
0: The harsh reality is that there is a biological clock, not for men, not for men usually, but for women, like there is a time frame for when you can have kids. Safely
1: and just like, I mean, like without with less problems and just getting things done. Right.
0: And fun fact, if you get pregnant 35 or after your medical chart will say geriatric pregnancy which i feel like they need to um change
1: the wording yeah they need to make it it like it just means that you need to go through like extra testing
0: can we rebrand the geriatric pregnancy we need a better word for it
1: anybody have any ideas
0: because you know how we say like rainbow baby for somebody who has had a miscarriage and then been able to get successfully pregnant after so that's what rainbow baby means like i think we should have a frame for like a, a glitter pregnancy or something it means that you're 35 and above but you're still you are still being a badass mom like you should be mm-hmm. you know but the reason that that exists is because around 35 is the age where you have an increased risk for
1: chromosomal abnormalities and all these other health risks so yeah. you have to do additional testing if you're in that category
0: right so That that's why that exists, but I I do think I do think we can rebrand it to sound a little friendlier and nicer.
1: I think when I was growing up, like I had a small family, and like Thanksgiving and stuff, we just hung out. And so, like other people, Thanksgiving
0: was literally like every other day because it was just like your family getting together. Or we would
1: have other friends and family like near us. We would just go hang out with them, but it wouldn't ever be like a reunion of people coming together. So it'd be nice to have like a little more than like more than, more like than that it's a like every <laughs> once or twice a year you have all your kids or your family come together and you hang out right you
0: don't even watch those like american movies and it's like grandpa's or, like home alone 50- get
1: left behind for their reunion or whatever or they have like 10 kids or something yeah
0: yeah i just like i've never ever participated in something like that before and it like seems so fun to have like a game day where like you all get together or like
1: a christmas tree where there's more than one present
0: that's true I've never thought about that before.
1: Right? Like you just what's the, why people put presents under their Christmas tree? You don't right. really
0: Do you think we will uphold traditions the more American way cuz like personally I will say My family was not the best about like Christmas tree presents under the Christmas tree. Like I definitely opened my presents before Christmas or I would get something in like November, but it would be kind of a bigger purchase and my parents would be like, okay, that's your, that's your Christmas gift. (laughs) I
1: think you can, we can pick and choose. That's the beauty of the the, the, the modern life. We can decide what we'd like and what we don't like.
0: I think I would love to uphold some of those things and, you know. I always thought they were stupid growing up, to be honest, but now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, I I do think I want to preserve that magic for my kids.
1: Yeah, I don't know. For my brother, did I tell him Christmas was not real or anything? I don't think I... Did you break the magic? I don't think so. I think he found out from some idiot at school. Mm, That's so sad. Right? Like when they're six or seven.
0: Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. I'm 26 turning 27. Soon. And so, like logically speaking if want i want three to have kids yeah soon. if i want three kids
1: 29
0: 31 33 whoa 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 that's that's a lot what do you mean that that's a lot of information right there
1: really i'm just putting numbers out there 30, 30 would 30, we 35? even
0: would we even want a kid during residency, though? Because I would effectively be a single mom.
1: Yeah, i get six weeks off or eight weeks off.
0: Oh, God. To take not- care of
1: the bin, baby.
0: Kevin always, like... <laughs> it's well, a joke. Kevin- it's not off. Like <laughs> Kevin will always whisper in my ear and be like, babe, if we get pregnant, I can get six weeks off.
1: It's a joke. It'll be so much harder.
0: Kevin's like, I can finally take paternity leave and get six weeks off of residency, and then it'll be over that much faster. Exactly. Would you want to be a father during residency? Like wouldn't wouldn't you be sad to not be able to see your baby?
1: I'll have six weeks off.
0: Yeah, but what about after that?
1: I'll be almost done with residency.
0: Okay. You're not even a senior yet.
1: It's fine. It's not gonna happen soon.
0: What do you think my nightmare combination of children would boy, be? Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> that would honestly be a nightmare. Boy,
1: boy, 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 boy
0: you know those people on tiktok who, like they have like eight kids no, and they're like a, all boys there's
1: ten, there's a there's a family on tiktok it's 10 kids uh-huh. and it's nine boys and one girl <gasps> the ninth kid is a girl and the 10th kid is a boy
0: wow they wanted another after? i think
1: maybe they wanted two one girl would be so sad
0: that's a lot of older brothers to protect <laughs> you from there's
1: <miscellaneous laughs> one little things. one little younger brother <laughs>
0: I feel like it's fun for girls to have like a younger brother to like boss around.
1: I think it's I thought it's fun for a girl to have older brothers to protect them.
0: I would prefer a younger brother to mess around with.
1: What? That's your ideal? I always wanted an older brother or sister. I guess that's I've never imagined
0: when... a life where I was a younger sibling.
1: I've always wanted to have an older sibling.
0: Me too. I've always wanted an older sibling, yeah. like we just because want I was we like, have. because I feel like parents are toughest on the oldest. So
1: yeah, so it's their first time around the go, you know.
0: I'd be down for an older brother or something. That'd be nice. <laughs>
1: right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, not right now. I think it's too late for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you be upset if we only had three daughters?
1: No, I think it's fine. I don't really care about.
0: I'm okay. I'm so curious because your family is all boys my family is all girls right and so the way i was oh, raised like girls. we were team girls always like the way my mom raised me like never did i ever feel inferior to a man and i know my worth you know i'm curious how the parenting works for boys
1: i don't know it's like not is the- your
0: birds and bees talk like much more
1: it's not didn't it's really not ever happen i don't think they ever we have don't think i ever had one
0: you didn't have one? No. Is it just I feel like for guys it's just like a be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas for girls it's like a whole thing.
1: You can do it then if we have a daughter. I would be Yeah, why so would awkward. you do it? You would not would know what to so do. I would feel so awkward. I agree.
0: I remember when I like first got my period and it was like so awkward.
1: What did you ask your mom? Did you ask we, your mom?
0: <laughs> My parents tried to like celebrate it as like me going into like a womanhood. What
1: did they like watch some YouTube video or something? Like, no, 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 no. I
0: think it's like a cultural book? thing to like you know like celebrate. Like you know, we had like a nice meal or something. It wasn't what anything weird, say? but what it just made of- me feel really awkward. You're
1: like, what the hell is going on with my body? Why are we celebrating it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I was confused for sure. It's hard raising girls.
1: Guys, pretty easy, man. Uh, you just give them some food and have a little yard they can run around in
0: that's it's not a dog babe it's
1: fine you just need to have i feel like kids don't do outdoor activities these days oh my god go fishing go hiking go like cut down yeah i mean my ideal
0: would be like two of one and then like one of the other to each
1: each. can you pay
0: for my mommy makeover after i have kids
1: you want to do that yes okay okay
0: 100 i have absolutely no shame in admitting that i will get a mommy makeover i feel like that's like the least i could say that's like the least i could do to say thank you to my body okay for putting me through all that sure are you gonna rub my belly with like oil so i don't get stretch marks
1: yes bio oil or whatever it's called
0: (gasps) at bio oil please sponsor us
1: (laughs) you don't do that now just rub your
0: wait fun fact i have done an ad for bio oil in the past
1: very fun fact. when
0: i was in nursing school
1: when you were pregnant in nursing
0: school. yes clearly <laughs> the conclusion is that i think you're I, growing
1: up you feel like you're growing up
0: yeah i mean i think i'm getting closer to the age where i'm like okay like it's definitely something that we can think about and i think one of the most important things is the right to choose especially for your own body i think right now we're at the point where it's like i don't know i think we're getting there
1: Your priorities have changed. I think there's only so many few other places you want to travel to or do stuff before we want to have kids.
0: Yeah, I really thought I wanted to see the whole world. And then I spent six weeks... Yeah, seeing, a, a seeing a lot of the world and i was like i think i'm good <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't think i like traveling as much as i thought yeah, I yeah the planes and like
1: everything. it's actually like
0: exhausting to travel yeah. and i know some people really enjoy it the only time i enjoy travel is when He's the eating. whole thing's already booked for me as <laughs> coordinated and i just have to show up and eat and, food yeah and it's like at a leisurely pace where i can adjust my jet lag and everything and that's just not realistic <laughs> in this modern day <laughs> you'd
1: rather just sleep in in her nice little same bed
0: every time i'm traveling i'm like when can i go home that's like what i'm thinking about i care about you and i love you and i'm excited to see where where we end up and hopefully the buttoes will be around when we have our first kiddo i think that that would make me the happiest like if lucky could still be around when i have my first he's only nine he is already nine babe we're not
1: gonna have a kid for 10 years
0: he's not gonna live until 19 you think he's gonna live that long yes Mm. Hendrick recently lucky's been getting like a little bit of melasma because he sunbathes every single day so i feel like he's like a little prone to skin cancer i also like to joke that he's caucasian because he's like blonde you know i mean i can definitely see signs of aging and
1: you can see signs of aging in me and you too
0: yeah but Lucky's different like i every time i see the melasma it makes me tear up because I just son. remember when he was just a baby. Like, I don't feel like... He
1: don't remember when we were just a baby.
0: I It's just that, like, I can't believe eight years has passed. Like, to me, I still remember the day that I got him so clearly. It feels like yesterday.
1: You know, he could be, like, in, like, second or third grade now.
0: Oh, that's so cute. Uh, Bottos, are you smarter than a second grader?
1: No. <laughs> Anyways, Mickey's turned into a mom now.
0: Yeah. I'm that's fully embracing mom mode.
1: Yes. With no kid. Yeah. <laughs> Emptiness syndrome.
0: Well, that's the end of this episode. Hope you enjoyed our raw, unfiltered thoughts.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Scrubs and Soy Sauce with Mickey and Kevin.
0: And we will see you guys next week. Bye.